0: It's sort you get so used to living by yourself and then the same thing with him like he's so used to being on the road he's going to kill me for saying this but it's hard to like not say anything. I just know that David would have been devastated and I was like okay this is not easy.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, you wanted it, you got it. The place for the untold, real, raw and juicy stories of dirt track racing. It's
0: Dirt Track Confessions. And now
1: here's your host, Mandy Pouch Mahaney. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Dirt Track Confessions. I'm your host, Mandy Pouch Mahaney. And today we have Jillian Gravel joining us. Hello, Jillian. Yay! So excited. So Jill is the wife of World of Outlaw driver David Gravel. And we're gonna dive deep today. Now I feel like Jill, how long have you, how long have you and David been together?
0: Been a bit um since twenty ten, so thir- thirteen years.
1: Okay, I was thinking about that. I'm like, I, I feel like I've known you forever, yeah. even though I see you maybe twice a year. I know. That. Yeah, I know. It's so sad. Yeah. But okay. So, Jill, tell us. Let's paint the picture for our viewers, our listeners. Tell us a little bit backstory on you. Like, what did life look like growing up for you? Like, were you into the racing at all, or
0: Good question. So Connecticut, as David has said too before, there's really no racing. I didn't really grow up. I grew up with like my dad and brother watching NASCAR on Sundays. And, um, that was pretty much it. We weren't like serious NASCAR fans or anything. So I really learned a lot about racing when I started dating David in high school. Um, I'd never seen or heard of dirt racing. So it took me a little bit to, to get used to it and just not be afraid. And, um, get used to everybody's names. Everybody would go home. His family would go home and they'd be talking about drivers and stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, which car is that? Which number is that? So I was completely blinded to racing, but it's, it's been an awesome, awesome ride
1: learning about it. Okay. So did you guys go to school together?
0: Yeah. We went to high school together. Oh, my, oh, high school sweethearts? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, I, he was friends with my brother. They both had Mustangs. You know, they'd pull into high school thinking they're all, like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh. To and be I high. love cars, so I was always like, oh, I want to ride. I want to go.
1: Yeah. No, there's this cute boy. Okay. Yeah. So when you, gosh, well, because David, he raced mostly in Pennsylvania, right?
0: Yeah. I've, yeah. High school. He did mostly Pennsylvania. And then I applied for colleges in Pennsylvania. So I went to LaSalle university in Philadelphia because he was with the all-stars at the time and, or just mostly doing yeah, that circuit. And then that was the year it was like my freshman year of college. I go to school in Pennsylvania for him for racing basically. So I could be near him and he goes on the tour for the world of outlaws. So now I was just like in Pennsylvania <laughs> with nobody like- and nothing. Like
1: that would happen that absolutely would happen thank you David thank you so much okay but did you end up sticking out in Philly the whole I did for four years yeah I wish I knew that you would have been like an hour from me oh we could have been friends yeah I would have been so
0: sweet I know
1: okay well now that we know that
0: I know now you
1: live like on the other side of the country from me so it's fine.
0: I know it's beautiful (laughs) here I'm jealous Try turn out to tell too many people though
1: What what had you guys moved to Florida?
0: So my mom lived here. She moved here when I was in college. Uh, My parents divorced, and my dad stayed in Connecticut. My mom always wanted to move south, and my grandma had a house here in Palm Beach Gardens, and my aunt lived here. So we always like came to this area to see my mom and everything. And every time I went back home to Connecticut, I was like, oh my god, what am I doing here? It's cold. It's gray. It's rainy. So. I just was like, his off season is the winter and he has his cars and stuff he doesn't get to drive or enjoy. So I kind of persuaded him that way. I was
1: like, but you could drive your cars there. Smart. I like that. Good. Yeah. Looking- yeah. Look at you. So, so I'm
0: near my mom now. She lives like 20 minutes away.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, so that's good. Nice. And my brother lives like two minutes down the road. So,
1: oh, oh okay. Good for you. That's everyone's there well except for dad is that still in connecticut
0: yeah dad's in connecticut
1: Okay. okay cool all right so let me backtrack a little bit so when you first started dating david obviously you were into cars but was there ever a transition of like what kind of lifestyle is this or were you excited by it i mean obviously you're in a car so
0: i mean yeah both um i would say once i like Got graduated, got my nursing license and everything. And I started to work. I was like, how is this going to work? Like, mm-hmm. I kind of had like a little bit of panic. Cause I was like, I'm going to be a new employee. They're going to want me to work holidays, weekends. You know, how am I, how is this going to work? How are we going to see each other? Cause it already felt like we didn't see each other enough. Cause I usually just went like once a month to the big races, which mm-hmm. is still kind of what I do now. But um, yeah, it's hard to have like your own career and your own identity, but be supportive and try to be there and
1: oh we we we're, we're gonna dive into that don't you worry because yeah. I am, I am super intrigued. I feel like you and I live quite similar lives but yet so different. So tell us like what is it that you you do for a living because you recently just started something new, right?
0: Yes. Yeah I'm excited. So I graduated in February with my nurse practitioner degree. So I moved away from the hospitals and now I'm going um or I just got a job in a med spa doing Botox, fillers, lasers, all sorts of exciting girly
1: things. Fun. <laughs> so, fun stuff. Yeah,
0: fun stuff. So um yeah, I just started actually yesterday and the day before was my first two days.
1: I like that though, because you're you're dealing with people that like wanna feel good. Yes. You know, wanna look good. Yes. So hopefully they're like Happy about it?
0: Yes. And they do 10 hour days, which is good. It's good okay. and bad with the baby to find like coverage for a 10 hour day, but you know, your shifts are way up. like I don't have to work Monday through Friday, so I can go to races. So it's more flexible.
1: That is nice. Okay. All right. So, well, also tell us about J oh, Palms.
0: J Palms.
1: J Palms. I need to. That's the thing.
0: Oh my gosh. If you don't put into it, you're not going to get out of it. So, yep. um, my sister, who lives in Nashville, who a lot of like race fans I feel like follow with her singing career. She started embroidery. And so I'm wearing, she made me a little race day embroidered sweatshirt and put gravel on the sleeve. Jeez. So she's doing a bunch of embroidery, customized stuff. So she's trying to dive in and help me with my J palms. It's going say. well. Yeah. Christmas is, is busy. I started making all bamboo products from, um, baby onesies to adult like jogger PJs and
1: mm-hmm. but keeping that balance yeah you know,
0: it's just hard to do all the social media because now it's like I started social media for my injections and because your clients want to see that you know how to do somebody's lips yeah you know, they don't want to go to somebody that doesn't have a profile built so oh
1: yeah I, I would stalk you yeah. <laughs> I would absolutely stalk yeah, you yeah it's your face yeah big deal big deal okay so um, obviously, uh, prior to starting this, got to see little Levi this morning. Um, what, like, what would you say life looked like before having him? So he's 13 months,
0: yeah, 14, 14, 14 months, December, yeah. yeah, getting big. It is so much, he's the life light of my life. Like he is my life. I love him so much. He's like the best thing that ever happened to me, but also it's something to consider, right? Like my dog passed right like a couple months before I had Levi and it kind of gave me like, I love my dog and I miss him. He was 18, but at the same time, you're not like rushing home from work to go let the dog out, to go do like, just to account for another body. So it's definitely something you have to bring a bag everywhere you go. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know how it's, it's hard some days. Like when Dave is racing, it's a lot, it's a lot on me, but, um, it's going to be interesting now that I have a job I'm like, cause my mom works full time. So finding a, a babysitter, they trust. It's, yeah. It's just, but yeah. it's great. It's great. It's the best thing. I wouldn't trade it for the world, but it is definitely something to adjust your lifestyle for with like traveling. There'd been a couple of times where I was flying and I was like to a race and I'm like, I'm going to kill Dave <laughs> Cause you have no, ha- like to have the baby on your lap and then they need a toy or they throw it like to bend over and get your bag under with their toys. It's like to go to the bathroom I- on the plane. There's things you don't think of.
1: No, I look at a lot of racing wives. I mean, this can be any sport anywhere, any kind of lifestyle, but I feel like with a baby you're almost a single parent like maybe 85% of the time. Yeah. 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 Which I'm super intrigued by. Like give me all the tips. <laughs> yeah. It's it's doable. It's doable. Yeah. I've been so blessed that I've been able to be
0: home really this first year with him. Like I finished school in February. I did my clinical hours, finished that, got to study and not be like working, studying everywhere, having the baby home only like three months, It that would have been really overwhelming for me. But um, so I'm very blessed. I got to spend that time. That's my biggest piece of advice is spend that first year, if you can, or more home with your baby. Like there's so much growth that happens and it's so beautiful to watch. And it's just yeah. so
1: sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So Prior to Levi, I mean, you kind of touched on a little bit. Did you travel a lot with David or with the we never
0: did the motor home life, obviously, as everybody knows. Um, I feel like he likes to come home is usually what he says. Cause before I got this job, we really considered this coming year. Like, should we do that before Levi has to go to school and things like that? And, you know, I do want to travel. I do want to see parts of the country that they go to, um, But he's like, it's just like, you know, you hear such a bad rep with motorhomes and breaking down and then it's like one more bill. And so if we did do the motorhome, we wouldn't come home as much. So usually I fly like once a month and he comes home once, maybe twice a month, but usually it's once a month from Sunday to Thursday. And then when I go, it's usually like a Wednesday or a Thursday to a
1: Monday. Okay. Weekend. So so that has me intrigued to understand, you know, uh, what David race is probably like 80 plus races a year. Yeah. Right? If that yeah, more. I think, yeah. Like how what this past year, what what was the normal schedule? Like in the thick of race season? I mean, you're seeing him how often?
0: I know. Not enough.
1: No, I like, no. <laughs> I want to say like. It's like,
0: like, usually I start the year out. Volusia is great. Cause it's here in Florida and then mm-hmm. March, I usually don't go, um, to the California swing whenever they go. April, he comes home for Easter. I have it like memorized because I oh, don't like sure the same know. schedule, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah. And then like May, June, July is Pennsylvania. Eldora. I usually go Pennsylvania. We always go. Cause then we go to Connecticut for a little trip home. Yeah. Um, So yeah, usually I go once a month and it's like that longer five day race period. And then if he comes, yeah. So we usually spend like one or two weeks away from each other a month.
1: Mm -hmm. It's
0: way harder on the, like the California, the West coast schedule too, because the flights are expensive. And then I'm like, he's gonna have that whole time change to fly home for two, three days. And then he gets delayed or canceled.
1: Now where, where is the, the car based like, does he go um, here or his, uh,
0: usually in his race shop, but, but they don't even really keep it there. They're just like constantly on the road. Like it's somewhere.
1: It anywhere. really doesn't matter where the car is based no. with it all the yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's wild. Cause it's so crazy. for me, um, I mean, we don't nearly do as much traveling as you guys do, but as you know, my, my dad races, my brother races, and now of course, add on my nephew. So now I went from three racers to dad retires. Maybe I'm down at two to four. And I'm like, how did this happen? And so where our, like Mike's cars are, we are five hours from my family, from the house that we own in New Jersey. So like right now you're looking at the house in New York. That's where we're recording right now. thank you me and my all my all my planet I
0: love it yeah
1: thank you so it it can be a lot because it's such an interesting lifestyle that like I want to make sure I'm also attending my family's races not just my husband's obviously like yours is a little different yeah there are times when like just recently I was away from like for two weeks and some people are like "How do you do that yeah yeah I'm like It, yeah. it sucks it's not like I I want to but at the same time like we have careers we have yeah. jobs we yeah. have family like finding that balance for sure yeah um,
0: yeah everybody's like why aren't you on the road why are you and I wouldn't I definitely know like to be honest I couldn't do a full season mm-mm. I just it's you know and everybody thinks it's like luxurious and glorious that you're traveling to all these places but like really truly it is it is a lot of work too Mm -hmm. like you're up really late you're up to like 1 a.m 2 a.m and then you have to get up get out of that hotel check out move on and then with the baby so I think my longest stretch this past year was um Knoxville to Jackson so I was out for like two weeks and it was challenging with a baby I mean all the logistics of make sure we have the car seat there. We have a pack and play in the back of the truck. We have (laughs) like, and so we went in, we're like staying somewhere for two nights and we had like two of those bellhop carts full of just, you know, washing the baby bottles in the sink where you brush your teeth. Like if you think, yeah, it was like a little challenging and then to have like food and stuff in a mini fridge. So definitely if you're gonna travel with your baby, like you need a motorhome but that's insane yeah yeah, it was and laundry yeah right like
1: that too is I mean I'm sure you have a great support system like when you're on the road yeah yeah but for me like we we don't have I mean I guess like when the time were to come I just I feel like you're just always around people so there's no time of just like the three of you yeah yeah
0: not not really. And then because, you know, everybody is so supportive, like everybody wants to be involved or wants to have the baby or this or that. So like, hold the baby, go for a walk with the baby to show everybody the because, you know, everybody's so excited. So yeah, there's no alone time. And then he's working. So he's trying to be focused. He has an interview with this person. He's got to be at the track at this time to park the t-shirt trailer to it's like, so busy. So sometimes I'll wake up in the morning and he's at the track parking or you Know doing things, and then we rush, have like a hour long lunch, and then it's to the track, open the t shirt trailer. So, usually, I help, um, you know, whatever races we're at, obviously, to sell um, merchandise and stuff. But then he's, I get to the pits by the A main, and he's like, Where have you been? I want to see the baby, I'm, I'm, you know, I miss him, and I'm like, Well, I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying to help, I don't know,
1: where have you been? So, yeah. okay, uh, that has been so wondering. he
0: likes that we're there, but like, he wants us. To be in the pits to be near him because he wants to see his baby of course but I'm like I'm not out here they're probably like she never helps
1: mm-hmm. the teacher... okay it's so it is and so like I know firsthand seeing my sister-in-law Michelle like it is it's hard for her you know missing out on races because she, so she has a, a three-year-old and soon to be eight-year-old you know um, <clears throat> she misses the big races the big wins and Thank God for live streaming. Thank God for my, right. But, like for you, how hard is it for you missing out like on a big win for day? Yeah
0: it stinks. I mean, it definitely is more like meaningful now because I'm sure he's like wants to bring Levi up or yeah. you know, like everything does become about the baby. So, um, it's hard. And I feel bad. I feel like I'm not there to support him. But I am. I'm watching. I'm up late. I'm losing sleep, you know, but yeah. yeah, it's it it stinks for sure. It's that's definitely not the fun part is missing each other's like big moments. But we really try. He does really do his best. And the last year has definitely been the most that he's come home. So it's been better than what it has been previously. <laughs> go like a month without seeing each other more sometimes it would be
1: it's so funny because that just I joke about it and it's like well you know obviously the baby's just more important than the wife because now he's just coming home more <laughs> you know so it, is. It, is. it is it's like okay yeah. it all, all it took was a baby to get your husband home good yes. job good yeah. job That's so really true. do you Um, I, obviously I know you do a lot, but like, do you do things for David? You know, the, like, I don't know, merchandise, like, yeah. So I did
0: offer like to have it here. Our, we just don't have space. We need to like build a garage or a shop. Um, Hmm. you know, Florida doesn't have basements and our attic is very small. So it's like the Christmas tree so there's like no space to even have all the merchandise here to do it from home so it's in Indiana with Victoria his sister so that's a good little like side gig for her but um, I did at one point all the die casts came here and I was shipping all the die casts last year mm-hmm. mostly it's just when I go on the road honestly like yeah. all of our guest rooms have J palms in them like all the dresser drawers, under every bed, like every square inch is like mm-hmm. my stuff. So there's not really. But
1: I I respect that immensely. I feel like that's where you and I align. Is like there's you know I um summer uh, Logan's girlfriend. Yeah. I was, interviewed her the other week. She's so freaking sweet. I know. I, know, I love her. Wait, she just dropped everything to go on the road, and I'm I'm over here like I, I could. Yeah. I can't do that. You know, everyone's different and she loves it. I know, but you, you are still going after your career. You have J palms, you know, I, it's a lot.
0: And I feel guilty because I'm not out there for sure. I do, but I just know that it's like, not, I don't know. Yeah. Kudos to, I just, I don't don't know if we would like get along well. we spend so much time away from each other and then we're out there. It's like, no, I'll hang that there. Or don't like, I could see that happening. So this is probably the healthiest.
1: (laughs) I agree. (laughs) I always don't like, I'm like, distance makes the heart grow fonder. And when I come home, when you come home, it's fun again.
0: Yes. Right. And luckily it's not like, you know, it's not like the military, like we can fly to go see them. We, they can fly home. I mean, it makes it harder on him, but
1: Mm -hmm. you know. So what would you say, I feel like we've kind of touched on a lot, but like top of your head, like the biggest struggle with this lifestyle?
0: Probably just him missing things or like me being somewhere like, oh, I wish Dave was here. Or like I go to a restaurant with my mom or something and I'm like, oh, Dave would love this. Oh, they have this on the menu. You know, you always think of them and wish they were there same thing with them winning big or something they wish we were there but um definitely I feel bad that he has to miss so much luckily this past or last year um he got to come to my sister's wedding because they got rained out rare like huge a miracle yeah he misses weddings birthdays holidays I mean a to z so definitely like I missed a couple of my girlfriend's weddings this year because I'm like I don't really want to go alone yeah yeah You know, and I feel terrible because they were at my, like, it's just, it's kind of a hard thing to navigate, not having somebody home nine to five or, you know, being a nine to five worker, but now how temporary. So,
1: yes. How are you? That makes me think is when I'm always just recently, just last Friday, I go out to dinner with the whole family, but Mike. Like, we're not even racing, but he's still like racing stuff's going on. And that that has me wondering is, you know, the things that people miss out on, but at the same time, like it has to make you feel good. He's chasing after his dreams.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) That's really what it comes down to is that you're just supporting and doing your best to support their dreams. And he does the same in return for me. Like he doesn't give me a hard time that I do want to do my career or stay home or things like that I feel like too we were both very um like driven just towards retirement like I have an aunt and uncle who are retired who are in their early 50s and they both like worked their butt off in their 20s and they're living the life they moved down here they have you know houses that they rent out like they have a good life going so I think we kind of have our Heads on straight, and we're both just like this is temporary, and then we'll be together for, you know, forever. Like, yeah, I know. So at forever. the same time, I'm like, I know that when you're married, everything is yours together. But at the same time, I'm like, if the T-shirt is bringing in that, and your racing's bringing this, and then I can go to work and bring this, like we're yeah. only that much better off,
1: mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So okay, this is my this just popped in my head is. I feel me whenever I do get Mike home and it's like a rare Saturday or I get him for like three days. Do you, are you like me? And it's like, let me just cram all this stuff in there because I'm, I'm like, he's always missing out on things. So I'm like, let's do all this stuff. But then he's like, I just want to sit on I the couch car- at home. Yes. No, I'll like get
0: on the horn and text my family and be like, okay, so we're going to go to dinner on Saturday or whatever. Cause like, I plan everything that he's coming home and he's like, I don't want to go anywhere. I want to sit on my couch and watch football. And I'm like, Oh, I just bought a new outfit. I want to go to dinner.
1: Like, yeah. you know, you want to go on a date you want to feel like oh, my person's home. But, yeah. yeah. It was funny. Last night I go to Mike, I'm like, this Friday, we don't, we actually don't have anything. Do you want to go out on a date? And he literally looks at me and goes, you and me on a date? Like, <laughs> I go yeah is that okay it's been a couple months yeah it's and that's
0: that's the change too with a kid like I just had to call my mom this morning and I was like so are you gonna come after work and watch him if we go somewhere we're supposed to go to the casino tonight but I don't know I don't know if that's gonna happen but that's a whole thing like it has to become somebody else's life and plan for their day so that's like, hard because really, all we have is my mom here. I mean, I have my aunts and stuff, but my brother has his own baby, so it's like asking if you could go anywhere again
1: is yeah, yeah, yeah. you're like, yeah, you don't have to lean on other people,
0: yeah. But that's that's the struggle, yeah, we yeah. bring him literally everywhere, so it's like very rare, but
1: he seems yeah. awesome. So, are we getting a visitor? Yeah. <laughs> I just here. He is. hi,
0: honey. Hey, and Hey. Everybody always it? asks about you. You've gotten so big. He said all done yesterday, and I wasn't home to see it. So,
1: the one time you're not home, right? But at least I've you know, I've
0: heard the mama and the dad. Yeah, look, there's, there's reality. reality. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: It, hey, yeah. it's really fine. It's no, it's
0: fine. good. He's
1: the best. So, okay well I'm glad he made his own little <laughs>
0: okay you could come see everybody again he's in his Santa jammies huh I that's love it coffee.
1: I love it that's so coffee. um <laughs> let's let's touch on that how is it adjusting with Dave being home in the off season
0: it, oh yeah that's definitely an adjustment right <laughs> Being home in the off season together full time. Well, we got a little preview of that with COVID. Um oh, true. Mm-hmm. yeah. But um when that happened, I was like, oh, this is interesting. So this is what it would be like if he was home all the time. Yeah. Do I like this? No. Yeah. This is, this I this do. Is it's do it's you get so used to living by yourself. And then the same thing with him, like he's so used to being on the road, he's gonna kill me for saying this. But like right? He does so much stuff on his phone or so many social medias, or he's in his hotel on his phone, like scrolling, doing all his videos. And so when he's home, I'm like, I but I, he's like working and I get it. You know, he's getting calls from people, especially when this whole high limits outlaws thing was happening. I mean, I was like, oh my gosh. all the time. I can imagine Brad's wife and you know, has, has the brunt of being, having her husband on the phone all the time, but Mm -hmm. it's, it's good. It's definitely an adjustment because you do things the way you do them, but I'm happy. I've learned to just be happy that his shoes are in front of the door and not off to the side. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like at first you're like, why, why aren't your shoes put away or whatever, stupid things. Mm -hmm. And then you're just like, I'm happy they're home. So, you know what? His shoes can sit there.
1: Pick and choose the battles. Amen. Yes. I, I hear, I hear yeah. you. Okay. So, quick turn here is, you know, you've been in this over, I forget what we said, over 10 years, yeah. well over 10 years. So, being at the level like David has made it to, do you um, ever feel there was like a learning curve for when it comes to like how you, you know like how you handle yourself when it comes to the public when it comes to online oh, like yeah. I, I feel like you you're online but you aren't online yes mm-hmm. yes i
0: that is it's hard you see like your person working so hard and trying so hard or you know their struggles or their team's struggles and it's hard to like not say anything but i that's also what's good about me not being on the road. Cause you're just mother hen kicks in, right? You're just like, oh, that's my, yeah. you know, you don't want them to get hurt. You don't want anything bad to happen to them. So I definitely stay off social media. There has been like a you know rare instances I think I've tweeted like twice in my life. We, we've all <laughs> Yeah, all is good. But um yeah, it's it's hard it's hard or just not being like disappointed and like up on the top and all the sponsors are there and something. So you're just like,
1: <laughs> everything's fine.
0: <laughs> He's trying his hardest, you know? I, I mean, always... I couldn't do what he does. I drove the simulator back when it was COVID and I was like, okay, this is not easy.
1: Mm-hmm. I yeah. thought it
0: was all this time. I'm like, why are you passing him? Go. <laughs> oh like Oh
1: my gosh. So, okay. With You know, David, not only doing racing, like you said, with all the videos and everything he's doing, you know, comes the big social media platform, you know, but as most know with more fame, with more publicity comes the haters, comes the naysayers, the know-it-alls. How, like, not just you, but like, how do you both deal with them? Like, almost mentally, like, it's okay to push them under the rug, right? Shove them under the rug, but yeah does it ever he's
0: way more he is so chill like he's never raised his voice like he's just like whatever and I'm like but did you see that? like I don't say anything back to these people but people will comment such like false stuff even stupid stuff with like the t-shirts right like they're die it's like a pre-order for next year or something and it says you know in the the social media like bashing him they didn't mail this or that or this and it's like oh my gosh there have been fake websites made with like David Gravel merchandise and so Mm -hmm. we've like been like oh you know show us screenshot because we don't see an order from you and they'll screenshot and it's like some other company that they ordered from like off Facebook that's like screen printing David Gravel stuff so that's been like interesting so I feel like it's really hard to just keep your mouth shut and just mm-hmm. be you know even even quiet keep... about it but hard. it's hard because yeah. like same thing you're defending them. you're like no we would we're like good people we're honest people we're generous people we help people we give we support people but mm-hmm. you know people at the end of the day think what they think it's like politics if they're this that's what they're going to be and and change him. Yeah. So,
1: okay. So I feel maybe that's where you and I might be a little different because I feel like Mike, he wears his heart, his heart on his sleeve and he definitely would hate me saying that, but he definitely does. And so he'll come in from the race, something happens or it's like the next day and it's still eating him. And I feel like I hate to say like I take the grunt of it, but he has yeah. no one to like. I say sometimes I'm like, I am literally my husband's trash can. Because yeah. he has nowhere to put his garbage. And so he needs to put it on someone and it's it's on me. Yeah. And it's it's exhausting. So do you ever yeah, feel like mentally like I'm I'm just done. I, I don't want to hear about it anymore. But he doesn't really complain. It's so interesting. No, because David is
0: not. Like, if anything, I'm mad at him because he doesn't tell me enough.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh yeah.
0: Like at one minute he's racing the chili bowl, the next minute he's not. And then I'm like, oh, I'm planning something. And then he's like, no, I'm racing the chili bowl. I'm like, you didn't tell me. When did you tell me? He's like, I told you, like, he doesn't, because I think he talks to so many people throughout the day that he doesn't remember who he told.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, so we, Mike and I started, um, does, does David have an iPhone? okay, we need to have a conversation, Dave. Oh my God. Okay. I think he does that purposely so
0: I don't FaceTime him all day long or something.
1: <laughs> it's like, so what Mike and I do, one, we have a shared calendar, which I'm pretty sure you both could do anyways. But then two, we have shared notes. So it's like when there's things that we need each other to do, it's on there. So it's like, if he thinks of something, drop it in there. It notifies me like right away. So instead later on, it's like, well, you didn't tell me that. That's just a that's
0: tip. Interesting, yeah. You you could possibly do that. Yeah, that would be good.
1: If you do remember to yeah. put the notes in.
0: Yeah, right, right. That's yeah. the whole, yeah, that's the other end of it. No, but Dave is pretty level-headed about all that stuff. If anything, it's me. And he's like, hon. And I'm like, but you can you believe that he said that at <laughs> all
1: I feel we, we equal, uh, we equal each other yeah, out, yeah. no, you know, yeah, yeah, yes. the high strung and then the, like the, the level headed. Um, and it's like, yes. Yes. Yeah. So maybe do you feel you push him like in aspects or in a, in a good way?
0: Yeah. I, I try, I try. He definitely helps me more. I think. Yeah. Because he's just like, he's like, he's got his blinders on. He's like very level headed, calm, knows what he wants, knows what he wants to do. Whereas I'm like, should I do this? Like, I got offered this job, and for like a week, I had the contract sitting there, and I was like, waiting. I was subconsciously just like waiting for him to tell me to do it. You Mm -hmm. know, like, I just need that extra, like, yeah, go ahead and do it. Cause I don't wanna take it and then it become a problem, and it's my fault that. I can't go to a race or I can't do this because I took a job and, you know, so I think I look for that
1: more, but yeah. So even though you, you're home more, you're still kind of trying to fit into the schedules.
0: Yes. Everything I do really is like in the schedule, right? Like our wedding, having the baby. Oh my gosh. I did bad math on that, but we did it. We made it. October. Wait. I was one month off. I I thought I was like, wait, how did this happen?
1: Oh wait, we know how this happened. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, luckily that was literally the one weekend in October that they didn't have a race. It was oh a miracle.
1: I I mean, like, let me tell you what. I have had nightmares where I would be calling Mike saying like, hey, my water broke. Yeah. He says. I'll be there in five hours. And
0: I'm yeah, like, that's, that was like, that gave me so much anxiety. And at one point I was like, I have to stop thinking about this. It's out of my control. Like yeah. whatever it is, it is, I have a good support system otherwise, but I just know that David would have been like devastated. Whereas I know I could do it and you know, yeah. obviously I want him there, but you know, he is very, he is very emotional. Like he, he is a softie, but um, yeah, that's hard. Like my dog passed away and he was, it was a Saturday during a feature and he never has his phone with him. I don't know why he had his phone. And I was debating on calling him cause I didn't want to mess him up mentally for the race. But I was like, Oh my God, this is our dog of 18 years. Like it, it was terrible. I came home from work and he picked up and he was like, just, just wait, I'm flying home tomorrow. And he was flying home Sunday, but that it's hard to like do those big challenges without. Yeah
1: oh yeah there we've had some serious conversations and I look at him and I'm like we probably shouldn't be talking about this on race day
0: right yeah sometimes
1: sometimes like you need to talk about it but sometimes we should probably wait until like 11 o'clock at night but Mike and I actually have this thing where nothing good happens after 10 o'clock that's good Mm -hmm. like we, we might start like having a serious conversation laying in bed and he looks at his phone and he's like Mandy it's after ten o'clock. I'm like, okay. All right. You know, like that's okay. that's our, our to like job. that's
0: so that's great. Like that's healthy. You have to set boundaries like that. And just because you don't you don't want to go to bed mad and you don't want to, you know, just at the end of the day it's been a long day. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah.
1: You should do that. yeah. So okay. All right. Okay. We could can- we could talk forever. Um, so let's, oh, yeah. well, we're absolutely bringing you back on. Don't worry. Now
0: sweet that we got this
1: down. Sweet path, so let's close out with a tip, maybe some more of advice. I feel like you definitely gave lots of advice, but what would you tell, you know, <laughs> a fellow girlfriend or someone newly married or they have a kid, whatever it doesn't matter. Like your top tip, mm-hmm. Just getting, like, say they're getting into this crazy lifestyle. You know, what piece of advice would you offer them?
0: Hmm. Yeah. Um, have patience. Mm-hmm. Everything does work out in the end. Be supportive. Communicate with each other. I mean, that's, like, the biggest thing is just understanding each other um and just like respecting each other and knowing that like what you're doing is for each other in a sense you know just to better yourselves for you guys as a
1: couple so Mm -hmm.
0: um I always say that we're
1: we're a power we're a power team you know like you work better together absolutely yeah I like that thank you it was good it was good it was fantastic so thank you oh, i love you so thank much okay you. thank you for
0: coming on thanks for having me that was so great catching up with you
1: yes Ooh, we definitely I
0: have so many process. things i know
1: i'll be texting but, like, you this. you you have to let me know when you're well i'll just have to look at the schedule and i'll be like okay jill will be here because it's pennsylvania like
0: yeah yeah go to all the pennsylvania's eldora great
1: i can and you well i think i might be going to florida so Oh, yeah. Maybe will, we'll have Let to know. How far are you from Felicia?
0: Like two. Yeah, far enough. Yeah, two and a half-ish.
1: Far enough, far enough with a baby. Far enough.
0: Far, far enough that we have to stay there and we can't drive home after, yeah. But Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. Oh. It's a staycation. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> that is my mark.
1: Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, thank you, Thank darling. you so much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, everyone, mm-hmm. for listening in, whether you're watching, um, the video or you're listening to the audio over on Spotify. Thank you all. If you enjoy this, please like it, share it, tag Jill, tag myself, and, uh, we will catch you all next week. See you guys. Happy holidays, everyone. Bye.